Welcome back, everybody, to Roll for Damage, the D&D 5th Edition live play podcast following four adventures around adventures around the world of Otoon. I am Austin, I am the Dungeon Master, and we are going to go ahead and introduce ourselves. Uh, we'll start off with Reese. Ooh, starting off first. If you're not first, you're last. Uh, what's up? It's Reese. I play... Uh, or, uh, just kidding, Zazul, oh, no. the awesome sorcerer who doesn't have to study to get his magic powers. And I'm here with, uh, with Mike. Well, fuck, fuck you and your non-studying. Technically, warlocks don't have to study either. Hey, I studied. I went to school. My favorite goblin had goblin school. Mm. Don't you know they have those things? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, no. I thought so. <laughs> uh, he had he graduated top of his class. He was the only one. It was great. Who's he? Kill the rest. Oh, Boot. <laughs> oh, Boot. Uh, he's a great guy. Great guy, that like Boot. Jojo, who really you turned play? over a new leaf that last session. Yeah, he really did. Character growth. Yeah, yeah he's going to do that the rest every single time now. He's just perfect that's how we will be for the rest of the session I'm looking forward next to session, it at least the, maybe maybe not this one maybe the next one I'll, I'll, fight, I'll, fi- I'll find it find it alright next we got Corey <laughs> uh, that's me I'm Corey I play Ugras um, yeah that's it that's all I'm telling no I'm just kidding he's a a big old baby big teddy bear he also graduated uh, first in his class at whatever made-up academy that one. he went. Yeah, School of, of Hard Knocks. Yeah, one of one. Still first. Still counts. Yeah. You ain't first, your last, baby. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, shake and bake. Uh, and anyways, I'm joined here by the one and only JoJo. Hey, guys. What's up? It's JoJo. I'm on the floor. Just stretching. Um, <laughs> Jojo but, uh, actively does yoga the whole hour thirty to two hours that we. Yep, we're just doing doing some uh, role dog. playing, and I'm I'm in downward dog, and then I have my art or my back arched to the sky. Yeah, and he to roll, he actually puts uh, his d twenty at his the top of his butt crack and just rolls it down his back. Off his I head. become the d twenty and yeah. roll around my room. <laughs> yeah, he actually ties himself <laughs> into a pretzel. He has numbers just uh, tattooed all over his body. Surprised he's not doing the Jesus. cat stretch. And uh, with this whole, uh, if you're not first, you're last type of thing, remember, the tortoise always wins the race. He will uh, always win against I the hare. I think hair. that was a made-up story. You know, if the tortoise has a gun and he shoots the hare, he's going to win. That's very true. So the moral of the story is actually just guns will win races more than anything else. I think it's more just like... Uh, <laughs> guns answer problems. Like judge your distance correctly. You know, there's a time to sprint and a time to jog. Yeah, it's perfect. And a time to run. <laughs> if I'm being honest, my time to sprint, there are next close to zero in my life. I have not sprinted in a long time. Uh, free advice from a certified personal trainer. Oh, Jesus Light Christ. cardio is fine. Shut up. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Corey. Calm on, man. All right. Uh, and there's Austin here as well. Yeah, dude, that Austin guy's here. That's we forgot yeah, to mention him. That's me. Yeah, I mentioned he, myself at the beginning. I no, always he, do. No, you didn't. 
You're right. You no, didn't, I didn't mention yourself as Austin the DM. I'm cutting it out, so now I'm mentioning it. <laughs> uh, He's here! We're trying... Haha. <laughs> 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 uh, I pull off my mask. Uh, we're going to try a little bit new uh, format here, guys. We're going to do a little bit of a read at the top of the show, and then we'll just end it at the end, and we won't have a weird outro. So uh, make sure you guys go follow us on all of our Twitter, our Instagram. Twitter's Roll for Damage. Uh, Instagram's DM and crew of R4D. Our website is rollfordamagepodcast.com. That's four, the number four. And we have a bunch of people on there. Skull Splitter Dice. Make some nice dice. Uh, raise Energy. You can get 15, I believe, or 20% off your order of raise. And, yeah, boy, all uh, that energy. Unlimited power. What was, what was the other ones? Uh, we got... Hit Print Press. They do cards, like little magic cards for spells and items and stuff. That's always good. Yeah. I do like items. But, and they're like item animated cards, cards too. They oh, like... yeah, they're like foil, so when you move them mm -hmm. around, they move around. It's very cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so. Um, but they also have like game systems and stuff on there, too. So. Oh, so yeah. So if you're. Uh, we know the current climate of DD. If you're in for a new game system, uh, looking for some new rules and stuff like that. Yep, they have oh, a gift. I love you. So, yeah, uh, let's do a little bit of a recap. Last week, we joined the boys back in Otoon as they graduated the Adventure Academy. They got some graduation presents, and they did a little bit of uh, work, seeing what's going on with that guy who came to the city and collapsed and said the Mage Tower was under attack or whatever. So they decided... They were going to go to the Mage Tower. Way over our heads. They followed so far. a group of four other adventurers who got in just fine. And then our friend Alejandro pulled a little sneaky sneak to prove to the guards that they were worthy of going in and helping them with their problem. Whoa, whoa. Ugras definitely helped in this situation, I do believe. <sighs> Let me check my notes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I had to carry you to your bed. Uh, Super helpful. Once inside, once inside, they uh, did a little bit of recon work, tried to get into the tower, figured out they could not. So they regrouped at the tavern and made a plan for the next day. We got to see a softer side of Boot after he told, up to that point, I think three people he was going to just instantly immolate them. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to set him on fire. Like, holy shit. I think, just straight to I think their that faces. Was it was literally two their one face, guy. faces. It was, uh, oh, I could say it was two guys. No, yeah, it was two it guys. It might have been three guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was two guys. Yeah, yeah, it was two guys. So, uh, yep, we got to see I mean, technically, they were in a big group. The first guy was in a big group, and there was like 15 of them. So, technically, it was like 15. Yeah, I guys. feel like two that threat guys. was just on everybody. <laughs> yeah. Just two guys. It's two brothers, and they're brothers. And. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyways, Boot found and got a little key fob that lets them into the tower, so now he must make a decision on whether he's going to turn to the energy or just use it. We shall see. Uh, the other boys overheard some conversations uh, between guards, between mages, and between an adventure party, and they went to bed for the night. Ugras at the top of the stairs, everyone else in their bedrooms. I don't know, I carried him to, to bed. Remember? Uh, I'm not even going to make you roll for that. No, you didn't. Uh, yes, I did. Cool. I used my spell. He probably marked him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. I was like, there's no way. Jeez. I forgot about that. 
And then I ended up kicking him against the wall because yep, when, was, he yeah. sh- when he shoomed back to uh, your size. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, what I'm going to do first is... I was, I was going to say, uh, before I'm, Alejandro goes to bed, at least, he would uh, talk to Zazul and tell him about what he heard the guards and wizards say. Okay, you can like share that information. If yeah, you want to do it in character, cop- we can. I'm... I'm just going to copy and paste it to Zazu and we can move on to the next Share what I okay. overheard, even though I don't remember. Okay, <laughs> uh, first what we're going to do is I'm going to uh, go up to our other Discord channel with Mike to tell him what happens <gasps> during the night. Mike, if oh, you would nah. join me in the dm to player Discord channel. Oh, no. <laughs> alright, 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 hang on. You're, you're dead, Mike. It was good knowing you. <laughs> alright. Alright, what'd I do? Alright, so you're a warlock, which means we have to have some sort of patron slash a deal oh, slash anything like that. Or thank uh, devil, whatever. So, you go to sleep that night, and your dreams are just uh, normal dreams, whatever Boot normally dreams about. Probably fire and burning houses down and stuff like that. The Boot is there. Probably talks to him in his dream or something, that's kind of cool. Every time. Um, you're just kind of walking around in your dream, minding your own business, and then a thin black layer of smoke starts drifting across your feet in your dream. You're standing in this house in your dream, and the smoke coalesces around your feet. And you turn around. You feel like the hair on the back of your neck stands up, and you turn around. You feel like someone's watching you. And behind you ah. is just a hallway. Just looks like a stone castle hallway for what looks like forever you cannot see the end and then you're like oh man I do not like that and you turn back around and there's a hallway behind you so now you're in the middle of this blank stone castle hallway and there's fog coalescing under your feet what would you like to do in your dream um I will check to see if I can use spells you fire off your Eldritch Blast. Yes. Just fine. Eldritch Blast works in your dream. You can do whatever you want. Hmm. It's your dream. So I go touch uh, the wall. Is it cold? You touch the wall, and as you start to touch the wall, you see your hand slowly, like as you get within the last six inches between you and the wall, it gets freezing cold, and your hand starts to become skeletal. Holy sh- It doesn't hurt. Oh. But it's very cold. Um. Hmm. Am I carrying anything or am I just like. You would have. Dream? I mean, whatever. You're in your Goblin. dream, so whatever you would be in your dream. You know, you could be oh. wearing a plate armor and whatever. We're not going to do combat, so I'm not worried about it. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in my sleepwear. I got okay, yeah. I got my Pikachu pajamas on. Absolutely, that's canon, no? No. Um, and I guess I just walk down the hallway. You start walking. Looking at my hand. And as you, well, when you pull it away, it becomes a normal hand again. Holy crap. And as you start walking, you can just hear your feet echoing. The clicking of your feet echoing down the hall. And gets darker and the mist starts rising it's at your waist and just before the mist goes over your head 
You can still see there's torchlight in the hallway and stuff, but the mist starts to obscure, and you walk into it. Yes. And you walk into a wall after the mist envelops you. Ah. And uh, you find out that you kind of run your hands up and down this wall, and you find out there's edges and stuff. It's actually a lectern, if you know what that is. Like, for college, when they speak in front of a class, the teacher, they got that little stand. Little podium? Yep. This is a stone lectern, and it's probably about five or six feet tall. Uh, is it another stone one? Is it just... It's it's stone. It's, like, away from the wall, though. How far how far away is it from me? Is it, can I walk up to it? Yeah, is it you're, like, anything right, else blocking you're me? like, right next to it. You can get right next to it. Alright, I guess I saunter all up there and sit behind it or stand behind it and look out and see if anything happens you look out like you get up there and it's facing towards you so you go to walk behind it and as you step up and look over it you see there's a tiny book probably seven inches six inches you know just a little journal-y book bound in leather and it's got like stitches all over it Next to it is a quill. It's nothing fancy, just a little quill. Looks like a black, maybe raven feather, if you could tell. What do you okay. do? As you look up, you see hundreds, hundreds, thousands of people sitting in a giant crowd, and they're all whispering. You can just hear just whispering incessantly. Nothing, you can't make any of it out. It's just too loud in your head. Alright, I guess I, uh... I imagine a, a mallet pops out of my hand, and I'm like, Order! Order! Like, it's too loud! Uh, as you and... bang the gavel, yes. uh, they all stop, and, like, very, like, horror movie-esque, just snap all at once, their heads straight towards you. And now you notice that, like, all of them were facing each other, whispering. And now you notice that all of the halves of the faces that were facing away from you are skeletal. Bomb. And it's a huge, huge mix. Humans, orcs, half-orcs, elves, dwarves, every race imaginable. Even races you have no idea what they are. I still have my pants on, right? I'm not, like... Yeah, you got your school pencil. again. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, I guess I grab the quill and I open the book. You grab the quill and you open the book, and all of them are just yelling at you, just yelling loudly at you. And then you cut, co- you like cover your ears, and you flip through the book. But all the pages are completely blank. And you flip through the book, and then the yelling, you like close your eyes, you cover your ears, you're like almost in pain, it's just so loud. And then it all just stops. And you look, you open your eyes, and you look up, and there's this man standing there. Probably about six foot one, very slight. He's in robes, you can't see anything. He looks under from under the robes, he has a glowing yellow eye staring right at you and he brings his hand up to the book 
and he points to the book, like taps it, and he says, I have done for you. Now you must do for me. I need to give you spells? Spells are useless. Knowledge. People? Knowledge. Secrets. Knowledge. Secrets. 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 Okay, got it. Uh, That's where true power lies. How do I, how do I give it to you? He's like, right now, in the book? now pointing in the book. Yes, that's kind of the whole point of the book. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, I thought so that like... was kind of. I thought that was. I was, I was doing a thing. I was ominously pointing at the book. Nah, nah, I get it. Uh, don't kill me. Yeah, no. I, you're like super part of me now. Like you're like an agent of mine. Oh, good. I was taking that in the wrong way. Good. Good. Agent. Yeah. You have been for a while, Boot. Oh, I have? You have. You have powers. You don't know where they came from. Yeah, that was weird. I thought it was the Boot. But the time has come to pay the Piper. The powers come at a cost. Are you looking for, like, something specific? Every secret I know is more power that I have from the smallest secret to the biggest secret they all matter man this is a trippy dream also look down and you look down and you don't have any pants on <laughs> of course and then you look, ah! you look back up and he's gone and then Shit. the floor just falls out from below you and you start falling and that's uh, when that's when Ugras turns into himself and knocks you into the wall. Oh shit! <laughs> and you wake up with a with a startle. What? Ouch! God damn it! Fucking classrooms! Fucking hate them. Do you have any questions for me before we go back? Mechanically, how this works is, if you do like little detective work and find out secrets that no one knows and write them in the book, you may get certain things from him am I not allowed to tell people about the secrets I mean how would Boot interpret it you know the, and also the more people that know a secret the less secret it becomes okay okay, okay. Uh, are you, am I going to have to like do like a certain amount there's no like certain amount or anything I'm just going to let you figure out stuff and write it in the book and then based on that I'll see if, see if he's happy with it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds like... I, I can try that. I'll, uh... Also, put in your inventory one journal, leather-bound journal and the quill. Put it in your inventory. And okay. also, what this does now is uh... I'm going to let you cast, uh, what is it, companion, animal companion or whatever, familiar, find familiar. I'm going to let you cast find familiar the cantrip. Okay. But it is going to be uh, your boot is going to like have eyes and a face and flo like float around. <laughs> it's so, going to be my boot. So your familiar is your boot now, and that's what that's like. What this is going to start at is like a find familiar spell. And you might get okay. more spells, you might get more spell slots, you might get more 
invocations if you find cool secrets and all that. We'll see. Okay. Okay. Cool. And find familiar, that's a ritual, isn't it? Uh, yes, but I'm just, I don't do rituals. You just cast it. Rituals are okay. weird. Uh, yeah. Anything else you need to know? No. That's great. All right. I, I got it. All right. Let's go back. Five E rules. And uh, then you get crit for 85 damage. Oh, sorry, guys. Oh. We must have oh. just came back to this chat on accident. Uh, no, that's already halved? Yeah, that's already halved, I know. What was what the people in the other room took, That right? <laughs> yes, the walls are uh, closing in. Oh, that's a dex check. I definitely evade that. Ugras would just uh, <laughs> hold them open. Alright, you guys wake Break up the awake the next day. Better than waking up asleep. This thing Alejandro does, he just starts drinking. Him, Can't be a good day unless he starts drinking. Just a man of culture, really. He really is. You know, he has a little glass that he pours it into, gets some ice from the bar first, too, just to have a nice rum on <laughs> ice like, in the morning. You, like, come come out and, like, the uh, lady is serving, like, breakfast from behind the bar and you start, like, making drinks and she's like, Oh, God, it's a little early. Oh, it is never too early, amiga. No, I didn't. No, it's specifically too. We aren't even serving yet. I'm glad oh, you brought I got your own. My own. No, I know. I'm. I'm glad. I wouldn't be able to give you any because, like, the law is it's too early. Oh yes. <laughs> See where I am from. It is always B Y O R. That stands for bring your own rum. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I just <laughs> didn't. I didn't know. Uh, Okay, thank you. Uh, breakfast, do you want something to eat before you start drinking? Oh, I would actually like a sausage patty. Do you have little piggies? Uh, yeah. Yeah, she brings you out just a bunch. It's like a bowl filled with, filled with tiny pigs. And yes. You, they're all just like cooked whole, like a whole pig. Like you roast a whole pig. Little mini pigs. He's eating his mini pigs. Yeah. And they're, they're in blankets. They're in blankets. But they're, they're like little just wool. Blankets they're it. little wool blankets. Yep. <laughs> Alright, everyone else comes walking down to see that. Whoever comes in next. We'll say we did all... Did Ollie some... open his flask at all? I don't know. Uh, he did to make his drink. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Ah, uh, Ugras is awake then. <laughs> he smells it all the way upstairs. Yeah, you hear like the cork pop on Ollie's flask. And then it just jump cuts to Ugras's eyes just snapping open immediately and he just <laughs> Undertaker sits up in his bed <laughs> uh, Ugras make a uh, make an insight check insight check uh oh that no, uses a brain a brain stat let's do it uh, looks like looks like Boot didn't sleep too well last night um, so, a little bit of, uh, character knowledge, or player knowledge. Um, while Ugras does suffer from a, a negative two intelligence score, he actually has a, a pretty decent wisdom score with a, a solid 15 and a plus two modifier, so. That's pretty good. He's seen his fair share of yeah, shit. He has good instincts. 
There you go. He's yeah. just dumb as a doornail. Yeah, his common sense is really good, but like his applied knowledge is bad. Yeah. He knows uh, how a door opens and closes, but he doesn't know how it's made. And he doesn't know how to pull uh, one out. Yep. Um, so... Ugras notices that Boot didn't sleep very well, so... Ugras picks him up by the foot and drops him in the bed and throws the blanket on him. Yeah, we'll let we'll let Boot sleep in. If he can, because I yeah, just like yeah. picked yeah. him up. Was, yeah, you get thrown back into bed. You get thrown back into bed, but he walks out of the room. What are you doing, Zezo? Slams the door. <laughs> I'm just contemplating situation here. Uh, you were with Ali, I believe, in the same room. You guys had two rooms. Yeah. I don't have to see any of these shenanigans. Nope. You didn't even hear me leave the room because I'm so sneaky. Sure. Yeah. And I don't slam doors. Also, Ugras canonically, uh, when um, we were in our own call, we set a new precedent for Boot while he's sleeping. He's in a uh, Pikachu onesie while he sleeps. That's, right. his, that's his pajamas. Just like comfy, nice. I'd say. That's just for your knowledge, Corey. I know you want, you needed that. So, I do need that. <laughs> Immerse me, oh my DM. Uh, yeah, you guys all could meet in the tavern. What? Uh, have we established how early wakers you guys are? Are you guys up at the butt crack of dawn, or is it like uh, seven thirty, eight o'clock? I'll roll up. Uh, Alejandro does night shenanigans. He'll sleep in a bit, but if it's no night shenanigans, he's up right as the sun comes up. Actually, before it, he's he knows when it's coming up. Basically, it's just that feline instinct of being a cat man. Nice. That's why the food's not done yet. She woke up early to get it done for the first customers, but he's up even earlier. Than yep, you. I was up behind the bar before her. Yeah, that whole conversation <laughs> happened because you were. She came down to start cooking, and you were taking ice out of the bar to make your drink. And she's like, "Oh my god!" Yep. <laughs> Perfect. So yeah, what are you guys uh what's what are you guys doing? You guys can all just talk it out, have a plan or whatever you want to do here. So uh you definitely hear the door slam and then you hear Ugras thumping. Down the oh he's like halfway through pouring his drink and he just has to like hurry, he's like come on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> Yeah. He pours his drink, he puts his flask back into his coat pocket and then pulls out the other one that's not the endless one. He hears me like <laughs> He hears me and like almost like winces. Yeah, just scared. So scary. Just like ah, this son of a bitch. Does yeah, it... and then Ugras would see the bowl of little pigs as well. One of uh, Ugras's little suit of armor guy jumps down and grabs one of the pigs and comically eats it whole and becomes very rotund. <laughs> oh yeah. Roll, rolls back up onto your shoulder. Looking extra healthy, love it. So I'm. I walk out of my room. I go downstairs, and the whole time I'm just holding a book in my hands and staring at it. And I walk up to the bar, still staring at it. Find a stair chair and just sit there, and I just stare at the book. Yeah, you guys see all that? He's got a little. It's like a little journal, a little six-inch long journal. It's hey, I did not leather. know Boot hit a journal in his boot. Ugras has Ali juice. <clears throat> and, oh yes, knock yourself out, mate. And <laughs> walking behind me, 
No, it's literally floating. my boot. Floating. Walking would no, be so no, scary. It's, it's like it's like clomping along. Oh, clomp, I love clomp, it. Clomp, yeah. clomp, clomp, I thought, I thought and my boot just... is now okay. moving. Okay. We have, yeah, to, we have to get this done. Alejandro gives a flask would you, would to, you like uh, Ugras. To, would you like it to be jumping around like a boot would be walking, jumping behind you? Or... <laughs> How I Is it like a three-legged race? Yeah. No, it's I, like the hand from like. Oh, uh, I pictured it was. It just grew two little bare human legs, and it was just <laughs> waddling no, behind no. you. It just it just like steps, like uh, makes okay. little steps. Yeah, you guys see, uh, the boot is stepping behind boot on its own. Zazul, we can say you're down here, so you can interact with all this. Like one half of a pair of feet. Yeah. So walk. yeah. So it sounds like yeah, exactly like a. Like a person with three legs walking around whenever boot's going. We'll just be eating. I look down on the boot and I scream like ah, and I did not notice I did this. Ugras also jumps, and uh, thankfully he he drank the flask and in one fell swoop and was trying to like figure out where it went. But when you yelled like I jumped, and I. I hit my head on like the rafter up above because I, I jump up so high when I'm turning around. Yeah. After seeing that Alejandro is just drinking from his flask, he's like, what the fuck? Yeah, and it's like uh like the toe of the boot is like ripped open and there's a little tongue like hanging out when it stops. Yeah. Told you it was special. I think you are a little weird today, brother. You uh yeah. kinda have something clapping behind you and now you have a book I blame it on because I was so nice yesterday. I don't think threatening to burn people alive is nice, but I guess in your culture, from where you're from, it, it is considered nice. Uh, huh. So, are we uh, planning to go into this tower today if we can, boys, or uh, what are we doing, amigos? Ugras up. takes the flask and puts it behind his, his back, just kind of hides it, and then joins the conversation. I pick the book up, put it in my bag, and then I grab it in my bag, I dig around, I, I pull out a little, like, a rock with, like, a, uh, a little swirl on it or something, and it says, I got this last night, we can go in if we want. So, I mean, yeah, me, cool. I won't even ask. Thanks. Just snatches it from his hand. Ugras jumps again. <laughs> let's, now that Zazul's there. Uh, let's get a start. I'll just start leaving. I just, I'm ready to go. I, I'm trying to leave the building. Okay. You have anything for breakfast? Um, I, I eat some of the stuff off of Alejandro's plate. Okay. <laughs> Just take a couple quick bites and then start walking. Cool. Ugras sees that Zazul put is eating the pigs, and as soon as he stops, Ugras just hurriedly eats the rest of them. Yep. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, canonically, Alejandro got one, and yeah, he's just looking at the Ale empty bowl in front of him like Alejandro was so Jesus busy <laughs> drinking that he looks down and all everyone had just taken all of his food basically. Mmm, those hit the spot. That's all I said, Ugras. I was thinking about uh, that snake thing that uh, Zazul has, and I was thinking of the spell Goodberry. Good snake. Snakeberry. <laughs> or Berry Snake. Snakeberry. Snake 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 
<laughs> snake berry, and it's just a snake in the shape of I a bear. I was thinking, I was thinking, my mine was or the, a bear in the my, shape of a snake. Mine was uh, the magnificent mansion where it's just magnificent snakes. So you just have to go and live inside of a giant snake. It's just oh organs my and stuff. God, <laughs> just like in its belly, like a yeah, whale. Yeah. Ah, isn't this nice? Everyone's like, uh, this is awful. <laughs> Ugras is trying to eat part of the lining. <laughs> this is great. So, uh, you guys walk out of the tavern, and it's, uh, we'll say when you walk out, you guys kind of readied all your stuff for the day and all that, and, uh, did the thing with Boot, and, um, yeah, it's I also like... left, a uh, two gold tip in the, in the bowl at the bar. Perfect. And a little note that says, thanks for the ice, amiga. <laughs> The sun's, like, not even up yet. I was gonna say, it's, like, 8 a.m., like, 7.30 a.m. Like, the guards are just changing, uh, post, and, uh, you see a lot of people are just kind of waking up for the day. The, uh, kind of style of the houses around here are, like, they're definitely brick and mortar and solid houses. Like, they're not temporary by any means. These have been here for quite a while. And people are, like, opening their windows and, like, oh, it's going to be a nice day. Yeah, and you, like, smell a bunch of breakfast food going from each house. And, like, the blacksmith is just uh, opening up his shop and pulling, like, he's got, like, uh, safety gates that go around the open-air area of his forge and stuff. And he's, like, rolling those back and getting his forge going. And the alchemist guy is just, op- like, unlocking the door as you walk by there. Um... Are you guys just walking? Catch a whiff of Ugras every now and then with the breeze. Yeah, Ugras, uh, stinky boy. Uh, so are you guys just going straight up to the tower, or wh- how are you guys approaching this? Uh, I'll be, like, interrogating Boot a little bit, like... How did you get this thing, amigo? What does it do? You say it gets us into the tower? How would it do that? This is just, like, a weird little stone. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... The guy who, you know, was outside the door. Oh, the the guy who was drinking last night. Yeah, him. But he was outside a door, heard the murder, and he gave me the rock for for being so nice to him. You know? Like, I, because I'm I'm nice. No. Well, do you think if he heard the murder, he would have uh, gone in at the time to see Uh, what happened? So he didn't actually hear the murder, uh, but he he was outside the door. So he like kind of didn't hear it, but knew it, but didn't know it. You know what I mean? Uh, kind of amigo. I need to get a little more drunk before I can be in your lingo. <laughs> and I drink more. <laughs> he had no information about you know how the dude died. Dude, the the wizard di- guy died. Yeah, Very unhelpful. Um, it, they're thinking it might be like other wizards, or the apprentice, you know. So we can take that as a as as a, as a grain of salt because you know it's obviously a wizard or someone really stealthy. Oh, they were definitely magical. Not someone like me. 
If someone like me were to do something like this, that would be in and out and no one would know. So he said we could turn this into the... Man-at-arms. Man-at-arms. Um, He's basically like the guy who, like the facilities guy. Yeah. Oh. Oh, no, 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 amigo. This is a great opportunity for us to better our names. I know, but, like, we could, you know, he's also the guy who, like, lets us have entry, so, like, we have to have to avoid him. Yes. I look at Ugras, I'm like, we gotta sneakily enter. Slowly tipping my flask up to take another drink as I look at Ugras with you, and I'm like, oh, you might have a point there, amigo. Ugras, uh, enter. Okay. He just walks into the wall. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So where do we find this gatekeep guy? I don't. I think he was at the. I don't remember. Honestly. There's like a little. <laughs> there's like a one of the buildings is dedicated to him, like guard guard duty stuff, and mm-hmm. he's in there. So. We can either get permission from him, or maybe we split up and go get some answers, you know. I go in the tower with somebody, the other two, you know, go check out, you know, the alchemy place to get some answers. That way, maybe. What do you guys think? Ugras, get answer. I think it might be a good idea if uh, me and Ugras stay out of the tower and Boot and Zazul, you two can go in. And uh, the reason why is because last night I heard mages talking about how someone teleported in and teleported out from the tower. I'm not good with that magic stuff. Uh, I can't really tell the difference between this and that. So I kind of need you guys to tell me what that is so that we can figure this out, you know? As soon as you mention the word magic, Ugras's eyebrows shoot up, and he just, he kind of like, just takes a step back, like almost involuntarily, but then he, uh, like, almost realizes what he did and, like, gives a little shake of his head and steps back into the circle. Magic bad! Some magic is bad. Some magic is great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I drink my flask. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no magic here. It's just... You you can hang out with, uh... Boot. Boot. It's, that's not a magic boot. It's just a boot. Boot, boot. Yes, the boot that follows us now is just a boot. It, that's a thing. That's that thing, thing is now. fucking scary, just so you know, amigo. It's a thing now. It's okay. It helps. It's... it's I mean, it's the reason why I worship it, right? Ugras go with Zazul. Zazul? No, no, Zazul's going with me. Ugras go with Boot. You hey. go with Ali Hondro. I mean, Ugras go with Ali. I, yes. I, I was gonna say, if you know you wanted to bring Ugras in to protect you guys, because those other mean adventure dudes are gonna be in there and uh you know sometimes you're not the greatest with some people uh you kind of say that you'll light them on fire and i don't think that those guys will take that lightly 
hey, they light people on fire too. We're kindred spirits. Alice, day. Ugra, go. <sighs> uh, I guess we, we, we let's just let's just Sago. Yeah, that's gonna be great. Ugra, sneak. Yeah, and he like gets as low down on the ground like to where he's like almost in like sleeping like a baby with his, his body all the way down on his knees bent over as far as he can. Are you like doing and the limbo or something? No, he's just really clumsily moving forward while trying to be small. Very awkwardly, probably jingling a little. Ugras, get up. We're not trying to be crabs here. Come on. Let's 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 just let's just walk. Ugras love crab. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Corey, unless you yeah. have like your armor like active, uh, you don't have disadvantage on stealth. Oh, okay. Bet. The, I was just talking. I, I still have like necklaces and stuff. Yeah, all over I just wanted place. to make sure you you didn't think it was the armor. Like the little guy's just sitting there, so he wouldn't make any noise. Ugras is walking around in the right now, guys. So what I'm hearing is you're all four going to the tower. Yeah, uh, yeah. three of them. I will slip oh. away and not go in. Okay. Okay. Uh, three of you just walk up to the tower, just walking past guards. Like, uh, it feels like uh, it's one of those places where, if you got in here, you're kind of cool. You know, like they're not actively oh, looking nice. for people being bad in here, because the guards at the gate usually keep everyone who shouldn't be in here out. You All know right. what I'm saying? We walk straight into the tower. Uh, as you walk. Walk up to With the tower. You don't even have to like, hold the key. You can't hold the key fob up, but you don't have to. I'm like, I am. Okay, I'm like, you like hold wow. it up. And once you get like two feet away from the portcullis that's filled in with brick, it slowly, uh, like, it looks like sand just dematerializes in front of you. And you see the bottom floor of this tower. There's like three or four little mage, magey guys doing uh, experiments and. Uh, charging up crystals, and uh, one of them's enchanting a sword. They're just kind of doing busy work down here, and they like look up, and all of them kind of give you a little look, but they don't stop their work. They just look back down. You guys just kind of don't look like you guys aren't normal people. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you guys walk into this room, and there's a stairway up the side of the tower, like built into the side of the tower, going up to your right, and then this little room right here. Uh, what's everyone doing in here? I don't know if I'm on that. Or do you have like a map up that we're to see? No. Oh, you're just like this. Theater room. of the mind. Theater of the mind for this one. Oh. If you want any details, just ask me. Um, I mean, it, right. it basically just, we just see these guys experimenting it, but it seems like it's basically just like business as usual, yep. essentially, yep. besides down, them seeing us. Down here, at least, yeah. Um, that look yummy. You point to just like, they have like a bunch of ingredients on a rack, and it's just like an octopus tentacle. <laughs> After you say that, the guy kind of like reaches over and grabs it and like sets it under his table, but he doesn't really say anything. He just kind of looks at you. 
I kind of snarl a little bit at him and just keep walking. I usher you guys up the stairs with me. You guys head up the stairs, get to the top of the stairs. The middle floor, it looks like, is a bunch of rooms. You would guess uh, some of them may just stay here overnight. Uh, there's it like as you come to the top of the stairs, it's another circular floor, and but this is just a hallway to the other side with like three doors on either side of the hall, and then on the far side is another set of stairs that goes uh, spiraling up the other side. And at the bottom of those stairs, you see uh, it looks like a human guy. He's like kind of blonde, and he's wearing like full plate mail, and he's like sitting on the stairs, just really really lackadaisically and he's like eating an apple and he oh, looks that guy I talked to his name I last night no this is not him no uh, what was his name uh Robert Robert okay Robert <laughs> I go walk up to the guard guy uh as you come walking up he like is chomping down on his apple and he like <coughs> he like tosses it to the side he's just like hey hey guys uh He's, uh, once you get closer, you notice that this was one of the guys in the Minotaur's adventuring party. And he mm. shouts, like, up the stairs. And he's like, hi, these fucking, uh, uh, little newbie heroes. Follows us here. Hey. Ah, surprised you guys got in the tower. Ugroth, hero. What my buddy means to say, uh, is, uh, fuck you. Oh, right? Eh? A little good. Doesn't like a little bit competition between us, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But if you're going to be a dick, I mean, looks like we got this under control, so fucking bugger off. Go back downstairs. How about that? Ugras, sneaky. Uh, you weren't very sneaky up here. I saw you guys coming from a mile away. He just points out the window. You can just see the front of the tower out a window next to him. Alejandro's just sitting next to a wall, just drinking some more, like, ah, uh, relaxation. Alejandro's <laughs> just spread out like a cat in the sun, and he's just, like, yeah, just rolling on in the some grass. <laughs> just uh, chilling. He's like, your friend there, he's having a good time, you guys should go down there and join him. Ugras uh, looks out the window, and then his eyes open real wide again, and he backs all the way up against the wall and sits down. Uh, is there a... Bad. Is there a, a window, like, uh, an actual window, or is it just, like, open? Uh, you guys did not see any windows on the outside of this tower. So... So, can I, like, throw stuff out the window? Do you try to throw stuff out the window? Uh... <laughs> sure? Okay, what do you throw? Uh, I guess I throw a copper piece. Uh... Alejandro, you're sitting there and a copper piece comes down and plinks you right on the head. Oh, I look at it and I'm like, Hey, copper falls from this guy. It must be my lucky day. I pocket it. Okay. <laughs> That's mine now. <laughs> You'll never see that thing again. <laughs> okay. So, uh, um, what are you guys here for? We got it quite, quite, uh, quite covered up there. You know? Are you sure? Oh yeah. If we didn't, I uh, don't think I would trust a uh, bunch of heroes here. I mean, 
we probably, uh, I can go talk to the boss and, uh, see if we got something for you guys. I, I mean, don't want you to leave empty-handed. Um, can I do an inside check to see if he's, like, actually gonna let us, yeah, like, help sure. us? Yeah, go ahead. Man, I rolled shit. Never mind. I got a four. Yeah, he's help. He's gonna help you guys for sure. <laughs> he's gonna help us so much. <laughs> he's great. You would think he would give you the shirt off his back right now if you asked for it. <laughs> um, does he look very wise? Uh, no, he doesn't look very wise. He looks pretty. Uh, he looks. Uh, he looks. What's like he's he wearing? What he, type of weapons does he have at his? Uh, he's wearing plate mail, like bright, shiny plate mail. He's got like gold. Uh, on the outline of it, and if anyone knows religion, uh, this would be like a god of light paladin. Uh, he is blonde, blue eyes. He's got his helmet sitting on the stairs next to him. He's got a giant great sword on his back. Does he look jacked? He looks very strong. <laughs> he's nice. like he's like five foot ten, but he is stout. Like he's a very stout man. You'd guess probably 210, 215. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and he is very good looking. He is coward. We're just going to walk by and go he, talk about, to the people above. Uh, no, uh, you see, I'm God in the stairs here. Uh, I cast Polymorph. <laughs> okay. What kind of save Wisdom, 15. 15. Is he, is he very wise? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, he gets a 24. Uh, natural 19 plus 5. Uh, he goes. He, uh, he's just gonna. Make me an athletics check. He's uh, gonna shove you as hard as he can. Ew. He gets a 21, and you go just scattering, like, across the fucking floor. Uh, take one. Just take one bludging damage. He goes, alright, alright. Fucker. Ugrath stands up. I, when did you sit down? <laughs> <laughs> he sat down when he looked out the window. Crab walking like, oh, yeah, out the window. I got scared of the okay, magic. Because okay. I was so goes, high up. Alright, guys, you're uh, swinging a little bit above your leak here. Uh, I offered to help you, and the little one's trying some shit. Uh, now you guys can fuck off right down here. I'll go talk to the fucking boss and see what we want to do with you. If we see you up there... You guys won't like what happens. So. See you up there. Right here. I'd rather not. He starts walking backwards up the stairs, looking at you guys. Um. Slow I hit. start walking backwards, looking at him. <laughs> Disappears up the stairs. Or magic. Scary. Magic bad. You're not very nice. Perhaps you should let me do the talking. That got us nowhere. Honestly, I really wanted to throw him out the window. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, I, I was gonna, I was gonna turn him into a flying squirrel and just like paper airplane him. I remember. Lands next to Alejandro. I'm like, what the fuck? A flying squirrel, huh? I'm keeping this. Turns into a man an hour later. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> breaks out of my pocket and I'm like, hey. Uh, so, uh, if you guys don't go upstairs, after about a minute or two, not much, 
time passes, you guys see that uh, Minotaur comes stomping down the stairs. <coughs> Roy, what's oh going on? Boy. You guys casting spells down here? Why are they all British? You guys casting spells down here? I think this guy had Be Beck's voice. What's going on down here? Ugras puffs his chest up because of how big the Minotaur is. Bunch of C-class heroes trying to make a name for themselves. I get it. You know, we all started. Hey, something. I rolled Deception last time, and you believe I'm a B-class. Bunch of B and C-class heroes trying Insane. to make a name for themselves. You know, we all started there. I get it. Ugras has class. You're ambitious. You know, I respect that. I really respect ambition. Now, I think what's upstairs is a little bit above your guys' pay grade. We got it We got it handled for now, but we do need some help from some more heroes. Uh, if you guys want to help in other ways, we definitely could use you. It's not going to be as important as, you know, helping the people upstairs, but it's all important work, top to bottom, you know. There's no one on in this, uh, in the Adventurers Guild that, you know, is not important. Inside 11, does that... do I believe him? Yeah, he sounds like he's being sincere. Uh, excuse us for one second. Yeah, absolutely. Gonna, take we're just gonna do a little huddle right in front of his face. Yeah, take the room. Yeah. Uh, like polymorph him? <laughs> no, let's I try can't fuck it up twice, else. right? I'll, I'll just be like, uh, this is a good opportunity for us. We should take it. Just to just to get our foot in the door. He smells like beef. Fine. We can but gain that... a trust and perhaps solve the dilemma upstairs on our own. Well, if that metal motherfucker comes back and talks shit again, he's I'm lighting him on fire. Ooh, after, after squ flying squirrel out the window, then he'd be like a flying like a fireball out the window. That'd be great. Oh my god! Just stay calm. Remember, we're working with them. Yeah, but do they gotta be so condescending? <clears throat> All right, we'll uh, work with you, big man. Anyway, you yes, <laughs> we'll take your offer. Oh, so, yeah, cool, yeah, hi. I'm Moradin. He holds his hand out. Nice to meet you guys. Oh, yeah, I'll shake his hand. Explain, exchange pleasantries here. Yeah, hi. Uh, and you're, you're the leader of your group? I am. I am the leader of this group. Uh, we are called the... Boy. Psycho Avengers... Of all time. <laughs> We're still kind of working really? on it. Yeah, it's... We haven't really... It's really hard to name our group. What's your group's name? D's. <laughs> oh, God. Just D's? D's nuts. Oh. That's a good one. That is a good one. I went... I have to admit, that is a very good one. Uh, D's nuts. <laughs> No, yeah, you guys really, you guys really pile on when someone falls for it, huh? Remember, remember those You're all pictures? He's nuts. <laughs> Just outside. Remember those pictures you get when you're like a kid and yeah, they're like really embarrassing. Yeah. 
That's that's what I'm doing right now. I'm like, why the fuck did I do that? <laughs> yeah, this is this is our uh, this is our our group's paladin. This is Alexander. Uh, I'm sure you guys already met. So, yeah, the guy I was going on wanting to throw out the window. Oh, I didn't know you th tried to throw him out the window. I just know you tried to cast oh, some sort of spell on him. I wanted to throw him out the window. Big, big difference. Oh, Wanting right. and being able That's to. That's fair. Impulse control is very, very, very good for a uh, adventure to have. Anyways. Is it? Yes. We'll work on it. But you probably already knew that since you're a B-class hero and the rest of your party's C-class. I mean, if you kill all the things that they tell you to, I mean, it's really... It's funny that you say that because, uh, I don't know if you guys know what these towers do. Uh, there's a giant focus at the top, basically shielding this plane from incursions from the other, other realms. And, uh, as of right now, we have the Wizard's Apprentice working up there to try to keep that focus going, but... He's not quite as powerful. He wasn't really prepared to just take over on such a moment's notice. So there are things getting through, and we need adventurers to go and we can get you close. And then you just kind of have to figure out from there, like what's going on, like what got through, and you know, take care of it. Basically, I can't tell you what it is. What it is. I mean, it might be. It might be like a little fairy from the Feywild, and it might be like a giant uh, Baylor devil, which would be very bad. Uh, so, uh, fingers crossed that you don't, you know, run into that. Hopefully, hopefully Pixie's all around, you know. Anyways, uh, so uh, that's what you guys would be doing, is just kind of running, running and taking care of these incursions is that is that something you guys can do i can't i obviously i'll send send word back to the adventures guild we'll get you uh payment for these this work i mean nobody works for free that's kind of why i be, became adventurous right and he like claps you on the shoulder boot and he almost like knocks you over <laughs> yeah this guy knows anyways uh yeah any questions yeah, that sounds great. Sounds great. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll go kill some bailers for you or whatever. Oh, I I can't reiterate this enough. I really hope you don't get that. I really hope one of those doesn't come onto this plane. It would take all of my party and then some to take care of it. So you guys would just be like grass before a scythe in front of that thing. Like you guys would Your have party no chance. Is weak. That's objectively not true. He pulls out his character sheet. And just, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> look at my level is Love very it. high. <laughs> English is the only language that uh, Ugras can read. Uh, Honestly, I could probably summon a bailer for you if you want. Would he be nice? That actually may help. Yeah, maybe we can. You know, it's like Pokemon. I mean, uh, like. Uh, it's like what? Dog fighting. Like what? Dog fighting? Like, Why would you fight Yeah, like dog, dog fighting. Dogs you know, are easy to kill. They got I a bailer, never... I got a bailer. We'll see who wins. Oh, you know? the dogs fight each other. I thought you meant dog fighting as in... I, yeah, I could fight a dog, no problem. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, just... Let me look at the map here. 
He goes, just to the north, between here and Berksley, we had an incursion earlier. It doesn't seem too strong, so uh, should be something you guys can take care of. I really can't can't tell you much more than that. Just head straight north from here, and I don't know, probably 15, 20 miles halfway between here and Berksley or so. You'll probably run into whatever it is. I don't know what it is. Uh, just keep your eyes peeled, really. This is what being an adventurer is all about, right? By the way, while I was lying through my teeth, I rolled a 21 on my deception again. So. I didn't even know you lied. I, I have no reason to not believe you, okay. so... Okay, good. Yeah, absolutely. Like, we have a guy who can just summon Baylor, so I know it's possible. When you <laughs> mention the word adventure... Ugras gets excited like a dog gets excited when you say the word outside. He's, he's like got the wiggle butt of an Australian Shepherd. Just going. Yeah, just kind of like his whole body shaking with anticipation. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, uh, we'll take care. We'll hold down the fort here. We'll probably have more adventures. We'll probably start like a staging area, which is good because. You know, we'll need, like, the B classes and the C classes to take care of this stuff. And, you know, you guys are the first ones on site. So, technically, you guys will be, like, it have preference. And, you know, you'll kind of be in charge of those guys as we're up here doing stuff. You know, if you if you guys come back alive, that is. Um, you know, adventuring's kind of tough. Tough times. So... Ugras cannot die. That's interesting. I would love to talk about that. Uh, not at this time. I have to go uh, back upstairs. Uh, please, please do not assault my guard down here anymore. Uh, thank you for working with us. I mean, he started it. Uh, goodbye. And he <laughs> just turns around and walks upstairs. And Alexander stays at the bottom of the stairs. Can we talk to the, the like, wizard guy, the apprentice wizard guy or whatever? I don't know, you can... Uh, I'll say before he leaves, you can ask him in character. Uh, yeah, I'll... Yeah, I didn't think of that until just now, I guess. Okay. So, yeah, yeah as he's be walking, before he yeah. walks away, I'll just be like, uh, uh, is there any chance we can talk to the wizard? Uh, I mean, he's kind of concentrating. He doesn't do a lot of talking, but, I mean... Uh, roll me persuasion. 21. 21. He goes, you know, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll, I'll be in the room. I'll be next to you. Like, but only you, only this one can talk to the wizard. The other two seem a little, a little unhinged. Uh, come on, snake man. And then he starts walking away. And you could follow him up the stairs. Says will. Yeah, I'll, I'll follow him up there. I'll be right back. Don't. Do anything crazy. That's what I say to Boot and <laughs> Newgrass. Okay. Uh, Jojo, this whole time you're still just sunning. You don't want to do anything special outside? No, I was going to say I'm keeping my eye out for the mages that I was overhearing last night at the bar. Okay. And if I see one, I'm going to go and try to talk to him and like stop him in his tracks real quick for a quick little interview. Yeah, you could you see one like he's like not on duty. He's like walking to the alchemy shop, like whistling. He's in like normal clothes, 
and you could like stop him. You like run up to him. Yeah. What, so. I just like run up, run up to him, and I have my little notebook and my uh, feather with the ink on the end. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, amigo. Oh, hey. Mind friend. if I, uh, mind if I ask you some questions real quick? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I've been talking to a lot of adventurers these days. Hey. As it would seem. Uh, I'm sure you may have heard some of these questions I may ask, but the main thing I'm trying to do is figure out uh, something that's kind of personal for myself, eh? Uh, with this whole incursion thing into the tower, the first question I want to ask is, do you think that there is anybody on our plane here that wants to demolish the towers? Like another wizard of one of the towers or uh, someone of, you know, interest that kind of haunts the land. You said the word haunts really weird there. Uh, I don't think, uh, well, the towers have, you know, uh, historically protected the land from any incursions. That's why we never see any demons or devils or any of the sort. Uh, I mean, we've never seen angels, so it's kind of a double-edged sword. But, uh, the Council of Four, which is the four mages that protect and run the four towers, they meet every, like, five years, I think it is, five years, and they talk to each other, and, you know, uh, they don't face-to-face meet, obviously, they can't leave their towers, um, but they talk to each other, I I think they're all on good terms, I don't think I've ever heard of any, uh, bad blood between the four of them. I mean, there's always, you know, cults and stuff like that that are like, whoa, cool, we love demon lords and, like, devil lords and stuff like that. And it's like, they want devil lords and the only thing stopping the devil lords from coming here are the uh, wizard towers or, you know, people who are like, oh, we love, like, oh, like illithids and stuff like that like mind flayers are cool uh stupid people like that would you know want to do something like this i don't know definitely understandable yeah anyone who really wanted like uh some sort of extra planer or extra you know someone from like hell or something it's probably like some edgy weirdo you know yes my godmother uh, enlightened me a lot as a young a young kitten. She taught me about the towers, why it keeps peace in the land, and why my family was able to do what we do. Uh, but you see, the personal reasons comes in is, I would like to know if there was any, anything left behind after the mage was assassinated. You know, almost like a calling card of some sort, like some assassins leave origami behind or something like that. Was there anything? unusual or out of place uh roll me a flat d20 judge let's see how much this guy's heard or knows seven Seven. lucky number seven he's like you know there's been rumors of like you know there's not many people but there's like guards there's like word spreads and i've heard that like the wizard's body wasn't even like up there I heard, like, he was just gone. Interesting. And, uh... I don't mean to sound like a horrible person, but uh, I was in the tavern last night, and I overheard you and your buddy talking. 
It seems the culprit teleported in and teleported out, no? Well, I mean, technically, um, you can't teleport in and out. Uh, like, that's, like, the magical... They have, like, magical fields around it, so there's, like, no teleport zone type deal. Uh, so it was just very weird because it's all locked up. I mean, the, the wizard is the only one really that is awake at night. Him and, like, one wizard will, like, be his helper. And then they have, like, guards at the tower that come in at night to make sure nothing happens. But, uh, I mean, I don't know if he teleported in, but, I mean, the top of the tower, he, like, points to the top of the tower, and you, uh, realize that, like, you yourself could climb up the side of the tower and crawl into the top. It's, the top room of the tower is open to the sky. He's like, the top of the tower, like, I mean, someone could just fly in. I mean... It seemed like someone teleported in because no one heard anything, but I guess if you're, like, cast the fly spell, you don't make any noise. And if someone was, like, sneaky enough, like, I don't know if anyone's ever sneaky enough to not make any noise, you know? Oh, yes, uh, that makes sense. Uh, I've, I've seen some people that don't make noise when they walk. They're very scary, but... Uh, I just overheard you guys talking about the residual energy of a teleport spell. That was all... Uh, but uh, my theory was that they teleported out because once the mage was gone, there was probably, you know, the barrier would be down. There was some yes, there was like a like disruption in the energy flow or whatever. I did have a conclusion of my own or an assumption after I heard you guys talking about that in. Uh, I kind of thought about a magical barrier that would prevent spells and, you know, people to teleport in and stuff. And then I kind of thought, what if the said person was already in the barrier? They could just teleport to another spot with those other spells, uh, what are they called? It's like Dimension Step or Misty Door or something like that. Neither of those were right, but yeah, I, I, the idea was there. No. Hey, I'm not a magical guy. I can do magic tricks with my cards, but that is about it. It's okay. Oh. It's okay. That's why I sent my buddies up in the tower. I mean, I'm uh, one of the people that's like, oh, yes, let's go figure this out. And then also I'm a scaredy cat where I'm like, I don't want to go in there. Scaredy, you know? scaredy cat. That's that's good because you're... Because I'm what? You're a cat. You're a cat person. I kind of look sad when he says that. I'm like, oh. <laughs> he goes, oh, I didn't think I was breaking any news there. Uh, uh, no, you're fine. I, I just like to play a character, you know? I like to act. I, like to act. <laughs> I guess, yeah, if someone was already in there, they could have killed the uh, mage. But there was a guard, like, right outside his door. And that guy, uh, they were going to question him to see if, like, he was part of it. But he just, like, skipped town last night. Like, he, like, totally ran away. And he's, like, on the lamb now. Like, people are hunting him down. They're probably gonna kill him. That is not good. Uh, yeah. What I overheard about that guy is he did not drink often and he was drinking last night. 
normally when you start drinking, it means you've seen some shit, and that's why I'm a drunk. I mean, I'm drunk right now. Uh, but one final question, amigo, and I'll let you go on your on your way on your day off here. Uh, is there anyone that keeps logs of who comes and goes in this town? I mean, they don't physically keep logs, but I mean, you can talk to the guards and see if they saw anyone come or go. Okay. Do you That'd think be... that the the head guard at the front gate would probably be in charge of all the guards that watch the walls and the perimeter, right? Yeah, yeah, he's for sure, yeah. Can you uh, point me where to find him if he's not at the front wall? If he's at the front wall, I'm sorry for asking that, and it's stupid. No, very good question. Uh, see that, uh, he, like, points to the little, like, guard hut. It's not a hut, I guess it's, like, a building right next to the gate. And it's, like, got guards kind of coming in and out every now and then. He's like, that's, like, the guards' whole deal there. They're doing, like, that's where they, like, interrogate people and stuff, so. Interesting. Well, I appreciate your time, amigo. Uh, my name is Alejandro. It was nice to meet you. I hope that we can cross paths again in the future. Yeah, abs uh, absolutely. I'm just, uh, you know, uh, glad I could help. Take care, amigo, and yeah. I'll, like, wave. Yeah. Give him a little wave, he'll nod, and then we'll walk our separate ways, and I'll head towards that guard hut. Yeah. He, uh, you walk away. Now we'll, uh, cut back to, uh, Zazul in the tower. Zazul, you walk up these stairs. At the top of the stairs, you see a couple guys kind of sitting in chairs at a table. There's a little table there with two chairs at it. And there's like a landing here that's outside of a room. And you see there's giant like wood doors going into a room in the center of the tower here. And the two guys kind of nod. They're like the other adventurers. One's like a druid guy. He's like a troll druid guy. And the other one is like a human... And he just looks kind of normal. He's got, like, leather on and stuff. Uh, looks kind of normal. And the Minotaur opens the wood doors, these giant wood doors. He pushes them open, and it seems like he has uh, a little bit of struggle to push these doors open. They're so heavy. And you walk in, and there's a, like, massive stone floating in the middle of this room on like a plinth and it's blue and there's like little sparks kind of floating around it and you see a guy sitting in a chair a few feet away from it like a stone carved chair and it's got runes on the arms of it and the runes are glowing and they go down to the base by his feet and they connect and a line goes through the floor into the plinth underneath this uh, giant stone and uh, you'd guess that this is like the mage's apprentice he's like a human guy he's got like dark hair and he's his eyes are closed he's like total zen zen mode and there's two other guys just kind of attending to the room itself there's books all over the walls and there's um, like a little cot like bed in the corner and a desk and they're like looking at books and stuff and they like bring him like whatever he needs if he calls out for a drink of water or whatever and they like give him a little sip of water and stuff he's able to like he's communicating with these guys he is right? like every now and then he'll just be like water 
And, like, they come over and they got, like, a little bendy straw that they, like, give them a little drink of water out of. Interesting. Um. I'll turn to, uh. Moradin. And I'll say, uh. <clears throat> Will it break his concentration for me to ask questions? Oh, uh, we've been kind of talking back to and forth to him, but he's like whispering. He's like, we've been talking back and forth to him, and, you know, we thought the same thing, but he's just a little, he's just a little short with you. And, uh, now, uh, while you're in this room, you see, uh, you feel this, like, remember at the beginning I said there's, like, it feels like the static buildup when electricity's about, like, lightning's gonna strike? You feel that, and then you see the stone just ever so slightly, like, pulse blue, and then, like, one tiny little lightning bolt jolts off of it, and you see, like, one of the, there's, like, the sparks floating around it that kind of look like snowflakes, and one of the sparks, the snowflakes, gets shot by that lightning bolt and disappears, and then it starts, like, building up again. Uh, I'll, uh, <clears throat> I'll turn to Morden again. I'll be like, um, I was hoping to get, uh, a, a point in the right direction, uh, as far as what may have escaped. Oh, uh, yeah, uh. If you, if you sit here long enough, you'll see, like, the whole process. Uh, it's not real easy for him. And as you're, like, saying that, you see, like, one of the snowflakes uh, gets to the crystal all the way down and, like, touches the crystal and, like, melts into it. And you see the guy, like, winces a little bit. And then he goes, East. East, southeast. 175 miles and one of the wizards like writes it down on a piece of paper and hands it to Morden and he like puts it in his pocket is that something that has gotten through yeah that'll be that's something we gotta deal with that's that's basically all the information we get I think it's uh, still I think it's still pretty minor minor incursions because I mean three out of the four mage towers are still working and uh uh, by by my understanding, they like can feel when things are trying to incur on this plane, and they can pick and choose what to stop. So usually, letting through the more minor ones is preferable to shooting down the you know shooting down the big ones. Hmm. Well, where should me and my associates start? Um, make me a perception check, Zizul. Fourteen. You notice one thing. On the desk, there's a book open. And, or there's a book sitting on the desk, face up. You can see the title of it, the front cover of it. 
and it just says uh, history of the towers and then on top of it is just a note that just says heaven's spear question mark that's it and Morden goes oh uh, yeah we got that one that's you know 20 miles north of here I guess now he like pulls out the papers like I guess if you guys want to walk 150 more miles to check this one out I, you know <laughs> that's that'd be fine by me too um as a I guess can I ask so as a smuggler would my guy know like roughly where 175 miles southeast of here is is that uh, uh, east is that where Heaven's Spear is uh, it would put you in like those hills like those hills to the north of Heaven's Spear oh okay um I'll just say, uh, perhaps if you have something <clears throat> closer. Yeah, the there's the one 20 miles out. Yeah, there's that one that's 20 miles out. Oh, okay. To the north. Like right here. Yep. Forgot you had said that. Um, yep. Okay, so I guess Zizzle will just bring that one up then. I'll just be like, well, uh, perhaps we'll start at the one closer near Berksley. Yeah, uh, if you guys could do that one, we might have more for you. Or, you know, there might be some sort of development by the time you guys get back here, you know. We might have something. I mean, now that you guys are here and working with us, you know, we're kind of building a professional relationship. And I would trust you guys to do the more important things than just a bunch of other heroes off the street. As long as you don't, what? you know, your friends don't keep trying to cast spells on us and stuff. I'll keep them in check. It's appreciated. Uh, at this point, you see the druidy troll that's outside. He, uh, like, throws... Uh, like three or four ravens uh, out the window and they fly off in different directions. What's legend? Uh... <clears throat> I'll just, uh, as I was, we'll just say, uh, well, our, uh, our work is set out for us then. Uh, good luck. Um, here, actually, uh, uh, here. And he, like, goes over to his bag. He, like, rustles up his bag a little bit, and he's, like, looking around in it. And he pulls out a sending stone for you. He's like, if, if you run into anything crazy, just let us know, and we'll, like, find that sending stone, and we'll try to, like, come find you. So you put a uh, sending stone to this guy, Morden. Yeah, I just put that in my inventory. Um, yeah, as as will be like, uh, we'll do. All right, we better uh, leave this guy be. Uh, leave him do his work, you know. Uh, appreciate everything. Of course. We'll talk soon, gentlemen. 
that's what he'll say, and he'll kind of look at the other guys in the room. They kind of, like, give you a nod. Like, the druid guy's got, like, an ant- antler helmet on, and he gives you a nod. Uh, the one guy looks, like, pretty unimpressed with you, but he still kind of gives you, like... But he does the upward nod, so it's like he's, like, the cool guy of the group. <laughs> for sure. That's the other human guy that was like yeah, that? Yeah, He's definitely the edgy, cool guy of the group. Go, go back downstairs to the boys. Yeah, you come back downstairs. You guys see uh, Zazuel comes back down after about five, ten minutes. Uh, Ugras is just killing, uh, killing Alexander and Pogs. Alexander, I, I just don't get it. You know that that it's a, if it's a slammer, I'm slamming it as hard as I can. There shouldn't be any sort of you know. You have to hit edge, uh, idiot. I'm trying. I'm trying. You know, it's not as hard. It's not as easy as it seems. I feel like you guys are kind of savants at this. One thing that transcends every D and D campaign is one character having having pogs. Uh, also, Ugras put in uh, your inventory a pouch of pogs. Now that we've done it. Oh yeah. Now that we've established who the pogger is here. He's the Pog champ. He's the Pog champion of this campaign. So yeah, you guys see Zazul come down, and Zazul, you can tell him as much or as little as. Yeah, I'll, I'll just like give them a short, like, hey, this is what's going on. I'll just give them. I'll like let them know what's going on up there, I guess. Okay. Um, and then I'll just be like, yes, uh, it has been requested of us to head to the. Disturbance near Berksley. Ugras is just looking around anxiously. Yeah, you guys just head out of the tower. Is there anything in the tower that you want to do? Um, I, out of curiosity, when I'm down on the ground, when we get back down to the ground level, yep. I kind of look around and do I see anything that looks like it goes lower? Make me a perception check. All three of you make me a perception check on this go- on this ground floor. Oh man! What sixteen? Six, baby. Let's go. Ugras, you've never seen so much shiny stuff in your life. Loving it. Walking around, looking at everything. Can I pick stuff up? Ugras is trying to pick stuff up. Uh, the guy slaps your hand. <laughs> Ow. It doesn't hurt, but he just slaps your hand. I still say ow. Mike, what'd you get on a perception check? 18. Okay. Zazul and Boot, you guys both notice that the floor of this place is different stone than the rest of it. The rest of it is like bricks put together. The floor seems to just be... Uh, there's a bunch of stuff on the floor so you don't get like the full view of the floor but it looks like it's stone carved into like rings and then put down so it looks like kind of a target on the bottom floor like rings on a target but they're all the same color and there's just like the cracks are form in the form of rings and it's not like big either they're very small they're probably an inch at a time. 
Ähm. Hey, so. Yes. What is it? What is that? Yeah, like pointing at the floor of the. Yeah. Our um. The floor. <laughs> yeah. The floor. Why is it like that? Yeah. Uh, it'll just be like uh. Hmm. I've heard rumors that the tower goes as far underground as it does above. Oh shit. Can we go down? I don't see any stairs going down. You don't see any stairs going down, no. Are they is it like in, in a sort of a certain pattern? That I could recognize, maybe? Uh no. No, it's just like uh just rings, just a lot of little rings. That they go all the way around the tower. Like they're not a bunch of like small rings. They go all the way around the tower, but they're just spaced out like an inch at a time. Hmm. I go and touch one? Yeah, you can just touch the floor if you want. Hmm. I feel the floor. Yeah, it's cold stone. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Well that's weird. Where are we headed, Zazul? Figure anything out? Uh... North. We'll figure it out as we go. North? Like, uh... Somewhere on the map that's... Got a name, maybe? No. Oh, it's Berksley. Oh, cool. How are we supposed to find these incursions? Did you ask ask that? All I know is it is a, it's about twenty miles. <clears throat> Ugras looks up. Are we still inside? Yes. Never mind. <laughs> You guys could walk. You could walk outside and do whatever you want to wanted to do, Corey. Well, are we down on the bottom floor? Or are we still up? Nope, you're right at right at the door. Okay, Ugras. Yeah, he'll he'll walk outside and he'll look up at the the sun, and then he'll look left and right, and he'll say, "Follow Ugras." And I will slowly try to coax you guys north so we can walk and talk at the same time. Because he's heading towards Berksley. Okay. Or so he thinks. Alright, we're gonna... So like, I'm gonna grab the cart. Yeah. <laughs> I'll grab the cart first. I will catch up to you. Um, we're gonna catch up with Jojo first. You can catch up with Jojo. And then we'll say, like... Because this is happening at the same time, so Jojo would have, like, came running up when you guys were leaving the tower, but 
in the meantime, this is what happened. Uh, Jojo, you start walking towards the guard ta- uh, guard place. Yeah, yep. and I, I like peer inside, and if he's like sitting inside, probably doing paperwork or something. Yeah, he's just sitting inside, and he's uh, playing with that uh, little wooden toy that has the ball, and it's got the two little cups on it, and the... uh, uh, Kadama. <laughs> yeah, he's just playing with one of those. I just knock on the door, like I'm kind of like kicked back there, like the detective <laughs> in the background. I just do a little knock. Uh, yeah, he doesn't stop playing. He's like, uh, yeah. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, hello. Hey, it's you again. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he, like, sets it down. He wraps it up and sets it down. Yeah. How's it going? Doing your uh, old detective thing, I see. This is it's good luck. Yeah, I know, right? You know, it's something I'm kind of new at, but... Yeah, absolutely. I just came by. I had a couple questions. I was talking to a mage man. Yeah. I had, I had an assumption... Of what could have happened, and th- that's just a theory. But that's what most detective work is. It's just a theory and assumption until you figure out the proof. Yeah. Uh. Yep, that's how detective work works. Anyways, yeah, what's up? You have all your guys and uh, yourself at the gate watching to see who comes and goes from this place, right? And along, and along the walls, yes, but. Yes, yes. Uh. Do you think that, uh, you could let me know about some of the figures that have come and went since, uh, the assassination of the mage? Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, what do you want to know? You want me to just, you know, run down who I remember coming in and out? Well, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it, uh... I've had a long line of work in my life, uh, with con artists and, uh, assassins and gang members and stuff like that. It runs in the family. Um. Sorry to hear. I'm. What? Uh, sorry to hear that. Oh, uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's okay. Yeah, I've. It's whatever. But, uh. It kind of, I, I kind of am uh, trying to see if something here personally relates to something that happened in my life a long time ago. No. But uh, if you could just tell me any particular figures that kind of drew an eye to you. And also, I heard that the guard that was uh, watching the mage door last night skipped down. Does yeah. anybody know which way he headed? Yeah. I, he just went down the road, down the road. We're gonna catch him. That guy's. He's. But what road? The the road to Becton, uh, Burley, Brixley, whatever that he is. Headed, he headed to headed to Becton. Uh, he's probably gonna try to catch a boat and uh, just leave. Uh, but there's there's no way. There's no way he's gonna make it. Uh, we're gonna bring him back and uh, probably court martial him. So, uh, I would guy's... just, I would say you don't need to waste your time with that man. Well, I mean, it is uh, a little weird, you know. He was the guard and he didn't see anything and then he just up and leaves, you know, while he's still kind of a suspect in the, he wasn't really a suspect, but he was a person of interest, you know. Just not a good look for you. Yes, it definitely is a little odd, but... From what I've seen, the man seems like he's down on his luck and not having a good time. 
It could all be an act. I mean, a lot of people are good at acting, but... Yeah, exactly. He just you didn't know. seem like the one to act, and we'll, I... We'll definitely figure it out when we get him back here. You know, we got we got ways of making people show their true sides, show their true colors, you know? Yes. Uh, other than that guy, you know, we had a cart come in, you know, our normal cart, usually from Becton, comes in, brings all our supplies for the week, uh, food, water, uh, a bunch of stuff for the alchemist guy, all that. Uh, we had some heroes drop by before, like the day before the guy was murdered, we had some heroes drop by and they got, uh, they had something to do with, uh, some sort of enchanting, they were getting a weapon enchanted or something, uh, and then the day of, we didn't have much, we, I don't think we had anyone come in, but the day he was killed, it was a thunderstorm here, and we didn't have much traffic, so it gets a little muddy around here when it rains and storms. Uh, the day after, uh, no one, no one's left since, and the day after, no one came in. And then the next day, we had the three adventuring groups. One person, one, one group was just kind of. They didn't seem very interested. They didn't seem like, you know, it might have been above their... They might have been a little less ambitious than you guys, so... Uh, I think that's it. I think that's, that's what we've had in the last, you know, five days. He was murdered, you know, of course, like four days ago. You would know that, though. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, in character. You would know that, though. Yeah, yeah, You're a smart that's guy. Um... Hmm. That the theory I was telling you about are the assumptions. I think that somebody could have been in the barrier. Teleported up to the top of the tower or flew in or something because it is open up there. I definitely think the culprit is someone of magical uh, sorts. Almost like another mage or wizard that could be from another tower or an assassination group or something. Or a cult. Those things are big nowadays. All the yeah, young kids all... always doing all their cult stuff. I don't get it. I don't know. I came home and my kid was, you know, he was playing this game where you, like, build characters and make them worship other gods. I think it's a cult, but, you know, it's whatever. Um, that is a little weird. Uh, back where I'm from, you would maybe lose a hand for that. It's very weird. Uh, I'm sure he'll grow out of it. You know, I can't really speak too much about what we found in the tower until our investigation is done. Uh, I'd love to tell. I'd love to tell you, but I need to make sure it's all right. You know, fact check it. Uh, we got a lot of people working. We have, you know, a lot of guys working in the tower still, uh, collecting evidence and stuff like that. You know. Definitely understandable. You don't want nasty rumors spreading around. That just ruins the reputation for everyone. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, <laughs> you gotta know it's really not a good look for me that, you know, basically my one job around here is, uh, I have failed. Uh, so I really need to get this one right. 
Yes. Uh, one final note. Uh, did any of your guards report anything that they've seen recently that others would deem them crazy for seeing or something like that? You know, like, almost like a ghost. A ghost? Or someone who just disappeared without a trace. No, we haven't had that. Uh, we had one guy, probably two weeks ago, he uh, went crazy. He was talking about, you know, he was talking nonsense, trying to tell us about the world and how all the, everyone was wrong, and we were all a bunch of, you know... Uh, godless heathens and this, that, and the other. He went super Heretics, crazy. Super, stuff like yeah. that. And then uh, he ended up, uh, you know, taking his own life in his in his bed in his bedroom. Uh, so that's about the craziest thing that's happened in the last month or two. Uh, how did uh, he take his life? Oh, uh, just what? What for? Just a uh, rope. Rope around the, rope around the neck, you know. Pants around, it. pants around the. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, okay. it was it was kind of weird. That guy was really weird. He was weird. Never went out. We were kind of, you know. I feel bad, but happy to see him go. You know, no one's ever happy to see him go, but he was really weird. Never went out for the last week or so there. Well, I think I have a little bit more to the puzzle now. I think that uh, I will have to regroup with my fellow adventuring party and we'll see uh, where it takes us from here. What else we can dig up for you guys. Because like I said, uh, the last thing you want is your reputation ruined. I understand that entirely. That's why I left my hometown for now, because shit was crazy. Yeah, you know... Uh... And he, like, gets a little closer. He's like, I know, like, I know the adventures, like, newer adventures kind of want to make a name for themselves and all. But, uh, I would, you know, I'd really appreciate, like, if you guys end up being the ones getting to the bottom of this. If you, like, you know, if you, like, mention my name, like, say, like, he was a huge, he was... He helped us, like, he, he did most of the work, or, you know, whatever, however you say it. I think I can work a little bit of magic. I am a good man at speaking, I do say, Nigo. Yeah, I mean, I... And then I let out a little chuckle. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'll definitely, I'll help you as much as I can, you know. If, if I find out anything, you'll, you'll definitely be in the loop. Those other, those other guys, they just kind of came in and kind of pushed their way through and just took the, took over the tower and just kind of stayed up there. I mean, I, uh, yes. I don't really, those guys are kind of pricks, you know. We met them on our way here, and it seems some of them have a god complex. They think that they are great and all that, and that's kind of why I did not go into the tower. I was like, I don't want to deal with people like that. Yeah, I haven't I haven't been in the tower since they they've been in there. They're kind of And uh I'll just give them like a little little sheet of paper with my name on it and I'll just be like Well, if you ever see me around town or need to send somebody to find me around here cuz we'll be here for a bit. 
I'll always be willing to help you out if you help me. So. He like uh, takes the paper, puts it away, gives you like a wink, and he holds out his hand. And this is like a human guy with like uh, black hair. I think I said. I can't remember now. Uh, and he's like, "It's good to meet you, Alejandro." Am I saying that right? Yes, you are, sir. I'm. Uh, I'm John. Nice to meet you too, John. And I'll shake his hand. But before I go to shake his hand, my like claws are like a little bit out, and I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> put them away, but like retract them." <laughs> I'm like, "There we go." Natural instinct. Natural instinct. <laughs> uh, make me perception. Perception. Eh, Thirteen. Not too uh, good. Not too great. You see, he doesn't even like flinch at your claws, almost hitting his wrists. He's like, eh. and he just shakes your hand. He's like, my father was John. I'm John Junior. You you can call me JJ. I like that. The rolls off the tongue nicely. My uh, my adventuring group calls me Ollie, and I kind of like it as a little code name. So, JJ and Ollie, we will be uh, good acquaintances and help each other out through this now. And then we'll like be done shaking, and then I'll just give him the little wave, and I'll be like. You have a good day now, sir. Yeah, John. Try not to let anything go too wrong. Yeah. And I'll wink at him. <laughs> Take care of yourself. Uh, actually, uh, you know what, Ollie? And he, like, goes back. He's There's, like, lockers here. And you see there's, like, weapon racks and stuff for the... Uh, and he's, like, kind of looking around. It seems like you two are kind of the only ones in here. He goes back and opens uh, one of these lockers. And he pulls out, he hands you four healing potions, greater healing potions. The smile on my face is emasculate. I am <laughs> so happy to see these. He's like, he's like. Andre's just like, oh, the little red potions, the healing ones. Oh, I am definitely going to get you some of these. Huh? He goes, I I could use all the uh, allies I, I can get. So don't you go dying on me out there, Ollie. I'll give him a hug. <laughs> He's like really stiff at first, but he like kind of pats your back. It's like, yes. Uh, anyways, like straightens his armor out as you let go of him. You better, uh, you better go catch up to your friends. Oh yes, me and my frail form will be back to you very soon. I'm sure. <laughs> and then I'll take my leave. And so four up, healing potions. You catch up to your friends just as uh, Ugras is pointing north, starts walking, uh, realizes he's walled in, uh, walks to the gate, and finds everyone loading up the cart at the gate. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, oh, there he is. I thought I was going to have to go looking for him, say, here, Ugras, Ali Juice, Ali Juice. But no, he came back. See, I told you guys he would come back. If you let them go and they don't come back, they don't love you. If they come back, they love you. That's what my uh, godmother... I see everybody else is, uh... Really lively. What happened to the tower? Yes, you guys are very lively. I I stayed out here drinking and having good time and sun. And, uh, your amigos are... Dead. <laughs> dead inside. We go on adventure. Long walk. Oh, I mean, you can walk. I'm riding in the cart, amigo. Ugras! Help pull cart! Oh dear. 
Oh no. Uh, really just for... Reese, you already Go know ahead. what I want you to roll. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. I have advantage because it's, uh, grass. Uh, I was gonna... Yeah, sure. Yeah, I was gonna... <laughs> it's probably for the horses, but now it's for Ugras. <laughs> yeah, it was for the horses. Oh. Ugras is now linked up like the horses. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Ugras and you hear each other's thought. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you guys I've never start... felt closer, Ugras. They kiss. They start making out with each other. Uh... <laughs> um... Yeah, so you guys load up your wagon and start heading north, and I think that's a pretty good place to stop for the day. Yeah, walking off into the sunset. Yup. Ugras asking Ollie for Ollie juice and return for pulling the cart. Yup. Ugras thirsty Ollie. I give you the flask. Let's not be endless. There you go. Yeah. Jokes on you, I still got that one, MFR. <laughs> Ugras thought he broke it, so he never gave it back. Put oh, we'll slide a hand to take it off of you, fill it up, and put it back, and um. say, check your flask. Oh, <laughs> That's kind of bad. <laughs> what, a perception? Uh, what's your passive perception? <laughs> oh, my passive oh, yeah. Never you mind. aren't re-rolling that, that one you already, you already rolled it? <laughs> you aren't rolling that, not re-rolling that one either. I'm not letting you... I see you're unlucky, and I'm like, ooh, sucks to suck. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, amigo. So, uh, yeah. Ugras is happy. There's more in there. He didn't yep. break it. And also, Alejandro is extremely drunk in the cart now. He's, like, singing a shanty and stuff. Uh, you guys start walking into the sunset next to the cart, pulling the cart, on the cart, and we're going to call it a day. We'll pick it up next week with you guys venturing to this incursion and seeing if you guys can figure out what's going on so yeah uh, I guess uh, we'll see everybody next week bye adios amigos sleep safe yeah <laughs> oh, shit